This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. I thought TikTok was for young, crazy, silly, you know, dancing people. You know, and young and like teenagers. Hi, I'm Rachel Hampton. And I'm Madison Malone Kircher. You're listening to ICYMI. In case you missed it, Slate's podcast about internet culture. And despite our promises, Madison is not coming to us live from her shower, even though at least two of y'all have told us that the wet jeans hack works. Madison, when can we expect you to do this? I plead the fifth. Wow. Whoa. There was a promise made. Promise made, promise kept, baby. Under the advice of counsel, I cannot answer. Oh my god, what is this, Elizabeth Holmes trial? Under the advice of counsel, I cannot answer. (laughs) (laughs) No, we're not talking about Elizabeth Holmes or wet jeans today. Today, we are talking about makeup. We're becoming beauty influencers. I'm going to go to Coachella with James Charles. Madison, don't. (laughs) Okay, fine. (laughs) But we are talking about beauty influencers because over the past few weeks, a foundation from makeup OG Bobby Brown's new company, Jones Road, has blown up on TikTok. Like, I'm a woman who doesn't really wear foundation and suddenly Mm. my feed was full of this product. But what started out looking like a really effective influencer marketing campaign, maybe organic, maybe not, has taken some very surprising turns. Big-time beauty accounts got involved. The infamous YouTube peanut butter baby was invoked. Oh, my God. (laughs) Right? Bobby herself made a TikTok just absolutely dripping with shade. And yes, Rachel, that is a makeup pun. You just couldn't help yourself. There are allegations of undisclosed paid ads. The whole makeup-y mess needs some uh, micellar water and a little cold cream. (laughs) How many of these jokes are you going to make over the course of this episode? Oh, so, so many. And that's exactly what we've got for you on the show today. You're going to hear from influencers, big and small, and even Bobby Brown herself. So we're going to take a quick break to apply some toner, dab on some primer, and then we will be back to get into all of it. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? With 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. And we're back. Faces are clean, primed, and ready for what? The foundation? (laughs) Yes, Rachel. The product that sparked all of this, in fact, does contain some wordplay. So the product is called What the Foundation. It's from Bobby Brown, Bobby with an I, of course, who has a new makeup company called Jones Road. And Bobby Brown is, in case you're not big into makeup or small into makeup, frankly, she's a legacy name in the industry whose self-named makeup line has had a decades long at this point impact in the way that makeup is both formulated and marketed. 
what is this new foundation like? I've never actually been big into Bobby Brown products. I'm more of a, a NYX girly. But you bought this. I did. And I full disclosure, I purchased this with my hard earned personal <laughs> dollars. <laughs> this podcast is not sponsored by Jones Road or Bobby Brown or Estee Lauder. Honestly, what I think of it doesn't matter. But my short not review review is that this thing is marketed as a tinted moisturizing bomb like coverage. And it is exactly that. Next. Okay, what is next? Well, I feel like you probably saw what happens next, right? Because it was everywhere on TikTok. It begins with a makeup artist named Meredith Duxbury. Oh. Yeah. Who posts a review of what the foundation. And Duxbury is like big time makeup artist. 15 million TikTok followers, a million on Instagram. So we're talking a major following, which is a lot of eyeballs. Yeah, a lot of eyeballs who are very much used to her signature look, which involves what I describe as, again, a metric fuck ton of foundation just <laughs> piled, slathered on her face. Her thing is like full coverage looks, but even if you're into full coverage looks, she she goes fuller I don't even the fullest coverage it's so much foundation (laughs) that is Meredith's whole shtick and it's it's working for her obviously but Meredith Duxbury opened up her jar of what the foundation and chose chaos I'm excited I got two shades light and porcelain you know me and my hands so let's just go right in smells very strong let's apply I mean I am the foundation queen so I'm not sure what to make of this consistency. My hands... The end result is less what Jones Road promises, which is like, you know, your classic no makeup makeup look and more, uh, well, peanut butter baby. Ah, love the peanut butter baby. How do people react? I mean, Meredith gets a lot of flack for her application style. (laughs) And I can only imagine that the exact same thing happened here. Yeah, so a lot of people were like, hey, thanks for telling me. But also, there were plenty of commenters from people saying, you intentionally used the product wrong. Try it again. So Meredith, professional that she is, she does. She slathers on um, significantly less, you know, gently (laughs) applies a light coat. And she still doesn't like it, which is fine. Who cares? I do not care. But the (laughs) Pandora's makeup kit, as it were, it had already been opened. And just a note, Meredith Duxbury did not respond to my desperate request to speak to her. She's too busy finding another foundation to just pour on her face like cake batter. Meredith's review was certainly not alone. I cannot count how many reviews I have watched for this foundation now. And we actually talked to a bunch of people who posted reviews. I've never even seen this on YouTube in the 10 years I've been creating content. I've never seen anything generate this much of a response, whether it's loved or hated. That's beauty influencer Daisy Cash, who you can find on TikTok at Daisy Cash. We also spoke with Veronica Kapiak, who's a beauty micro-influencer who regularly posts TikToks to her audience of about 5,000, and she specializes in reviews of products for mature skin. You can find her on TikTok at Veronica of 541. Half of me wonders if this was all a PR stunt, you know, getting some of the bigger creators to give these really crappy reviews and say it's such a horrible product and then it made people like me say well you know hold on now it's it's not that bad (laughs) or maybe her pr team just picked the wrong people to send the product to and either way it's you know it's tiktok famous now 
Veronica told me she actually bought the product before the TikTok blow up and has been a longtime fan of Jones Road. She didn't receive any compensation, which is important to note for posting her review, but she did say that most of the time when she sees reviews posted for any product on TikTok, she is immediately wary of their origin. As she should be. I also talked to Samantha Jane, at Samantha Jane YT on TikTok, who's a Canadian beauty influencer of nearly a decade. And, well, she felt similarly. A lot of the stuff that happens online when it comes to beauty can feel a little bit like it's more for views and drama and entertainment over true helpfulness. So I'm not, I'm not super shocked. And it's also very common for people to say, get a product that's marketed as a lightweight foundation and then put it all over their face and complain that it's not full coverage. <laughs> so needless to say, uh, Samantha Jane was not surprised at how much Meredith Duxbury's dramatic, would we call it dramatic, Rachel? I mean, I would call her entire style dramatic, which is why I keep watching. Not going to lie, I'm part of the problem. (laughs) So Samantha Jane was not surprised that the dramatic review blew up on TikTok. She also said she wasn't surprised by some of the negative feedback that she wound up getting, even though she posted a positive review of the product. This sort of interesting thing happens on the internet, I find, when you like something that other people don't like, people don't like that. And still, the reviews. The reviews kept coming. Positive, negative, and it genuinely seemed just like this good old-fashioned cosmetic case of all press is good press when it came to Jones Road, which I should note is a relatively newish company. They launched in 2020, which was when Bobby Brown's non-compete ended with Estee Lauder, which is the company that owns her self-named brand. So Bobby Brown makeup is owned by Estee Lauder. You know who 100% does like this product, though, and wants you to know it? I have a guess. Is it Bobby Brown herself? It's Bobby Brown herself. This is my favorite part of this entire saga. I have a feeling I know what you're about to bring up. Bobby Brown in a, frankly, genuinely, the rare genuinely entertaining PR stunt, posts a video satirizing Duxbury's TikTok. So Bobby Brown slathers her face in foundation, saying that she always likes to try out new techniques when she sees them online. And once again, please know that in this video, she is just frosting her face like a cake with foundation. Like, the stuff is forming stiff peaks away from her cheeks. That's how much she's using. So I always love learning new makeup techniques, and I learned one today. I'm not sure if it's going to work, but I'm going to try. Didn't really work. Like you said, this is one of the few genuinely delightful PR stunts because it is so shady of this technique that when it first came on the scene, a lot of people were making fun of. But now everyone is just like, that's Meredith's shtick. Guess we just got to deal with it. When it's like, why do, what, what, why is she peanut butter baby? Why is this normal now? Normal or not, we need to take a quick break to wipe off all of that foundation. And after the break, we will be back with Bobby Brown herself. So don't go anywhere and definitely don't drown your pores in foundation in the meantime. But if you do, send us a picture. This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. 
Hi there. Hope you're enjoying today's show. If this is the first time you've listened to ICYMI, welcome. We are really freaking glad you're here. Uh, In case you missed it, our show comes out twice a week, Wednesdays and Saturdays. So be sure to check us out. And if you want to listen back, our episode on Wednesday was a fun mailbag read receipts where we answered our listener questions. And we're back with Bobby Brown, which is so wildly exciting. When Madison told me she had a phone call with her, I screamed a little bit, not gonna lie. I did too. This is the woman who makes my favorite lipstick. What? What's the name of that lipstick? Mm, blondie Pink. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. That was... I, it's, I am who I am. Here's me and Bobby Brown. Hi, Bobby. Yes, hey. You got hey. me. How you doing? Good. This is Madison from ICYMI. How you doing? I am doing excellent. All right. So let's dive right in. When did you realize what the foundation was going TikTok viral? What did that feel like? Well, I guess the first time is when my son, who's our chief marketing officer, sent me a couple of the TikToks and they weren't exactly the most, you know, positive reviews. And you could imagine my, you know, my heart kind of jumped down into my stomach like, oh no. And then I kind of settled down and I was like, let me go look at these again. And then I understood. I'm like, okay, they're clearly not for people that would like this kind of a formula. Um, Cause not everyone likes, you know, the look I like, which is a no makeup makeup look, which is so much better. Not everyone wants to look like that. So uh, I saw it and then I realized I needed to make some TikToks really just to educate people about how you use it, who should use it, and I started doing that. Was TikTok part of the original marketing plan for What the Foundation? Not really. I mean, it's become now everything, mm-hmm. but no, it wasn't. You know, TikTok was not exactly on our radar as mm-hmm. something that Jones Road, you know, would win in. And, you know, I thought TikTok was for young, crazy, silly you know, dancing people. So it was a really big shock to me and everyone else around me that it became such an important part of, you know, blowing up the awareness of Jones Road. Yeah, it really, um, please don't take this unkindly. You have become inescapable on my For You page. No, it's, I got to tell you, it's so weird. I have been in, you know, doing what I'm doing for over 30 something years. I stopped counting and now I go into the supermarket or I go to Restoration Hardware and one to two to three people stop me and say, I saw you on TikTok. I follow you on TikTok. And I just look at my husband. I've been in Vogue. I've, I was the beauty editor of the Today Show for 14 years. I mean, I have, like, been on QVC. I've done everything. This has been, a you know, it's like a reality show. And I'm not a reality show person. Tell me, please, about the decision to make the now infamous TikTok, the, the Meredith Duxbury response. Right, right. Well, the backstory of that, you know, was very, very organic and harmless. So I'm someone that I'm not going to, you know, I, I don't kind of reach out to to haters. I, I'm like, I let everyone say what they want. And it's like, if you don't want to say something nice, that's fine. And uh, we were just shooting these educational foundation TikToks. And I was tired. I was probably a little giddy. And I said, we said we were done. And I said to my daughter-in-law, who's our head of social, I have one more. And she said, okay. So I pressed the button and I just, as a joke, 
said, you know, I'm as a makeup artist, I love to learn something new. It was 20 seconds. Okay, it was 20 seconds. I ended up going into New York for some event, and I was talking to my youngest son, and I told him about it. He says, oh, Mom, do not put that up. Why would you want to go head-to-head with someone with so many millions of followers? And I'm like, I'm not putting it up. Don't worry. And I called his brother, who's our you know, marketing guy, and I said, don't put it up. He said, sorry, Mom, train left the station. And, and it was much more positive than I was thinking it would be. How, Bobby, how do you balance the need to work with influencers to get a product out there, but also making sure your customers can, you know, trust and feel good about the reviews that they're seeing? Right. Well, first of all, you know, I am, we are not someone that, that really has big, big discussions about, you know, needing an influencer to, mm-hmm. to, to make something successful. <laughs> I mean, luckily, I have a big enough platform. And I, I don't even like the term influencers. You know, it's people of influence. It's really we work with content creators. Okay. So, you know, we call them content creators. And it's people that are able to talk about, and mostly it's people that love, you know, and it's genuine. So we have a lot of women, you know, with white and gray hair in their 60s that are, like, becoming, you know, like I call them friends of the brand. And that's really the people that I get excited about making content. And they're they're empowering other women and they're just setting positive messages. Like those are the kind of people that I look for and, you know, and mm-hmm. the brand does. Absolutely. Bobby, I do have to tell you the unfortunate news. You are an influencer. Too late. <laughs> the person of influence, Bobby oh Brown. But, but I, rem- I honestly remember how this happened. I remember years ago when I was, you know, doing fashion weeks, and behind the scenes, you know, my PR people would say, okay, you've got Glamour, you've got Vogue, you've got CBS, so, you know, they're all coming in. And then all of a sudden, there's a girl from Wisconsin who is, what do they call, they didn't call them influencers, they call them bloggers. And I'm like, what? You know, and all of a sudden, this normal woman comes in, you know, wearing normal people clothes at Fashion Week and asking me questions into her little microphone and I was just like, and then next season, it was more and more, and all of a sudden, that's who was there, you know? And then the beauty editors were standing on the outside. That conversation gives us a little bit of a sense where Bobby and Jones Road are coming from in this whole unpredictable TikTok situation. But what's actually most interesting to me is what happened after the Meredith and Bobby TikTok showdown, because a secondary drama starts brewing. We love a secondary drama. Once there's mess within the mess, that's when you know you're like on good internet. An Ouroboros of mess. (laughs) Mess eating itself. (laughs) Remember how I said I bought the foundation? I do. Okay. With my own money. Mm Mm-hmm. Importantly, with your own money. Not Slate's money. Your money. When I did, the screen with my order confirmation popped up, and it also had a link that very much piqued my interest. It said... Get paid when you post to TikTok, starting at $1 per 100 views and more if we buy your content. Ooh. And I'm not the only one who noticed this. Here's a TikTok from makeup artist Delaney Kalea. Y'all want to know why Jones Road Foundation is going so viral here on TikTok? This is why. And I could have lied to you and said I loved it and talked about how awesome it was to get paid, but I didn't. They're even telling you what to say here. Simply perfect. I wear every day and gives me a healthy glow. Five stars. So you clicked, right? Of course I freaking clicked. And I screenshotted. 
the whole way through. Chef's kiss. This brought me to a platform called Bounty, which is a company that pays creators for videos reviewing products they've purchased. It's a website. Jones Road Beauty is, you know, certainly one of their biggest brands that they have, you know, 15 to 20 other brands that are a part of it, where if you purchase a product with your own money, you essentially get paid at this starting rate of $1 per 100 views. As the video gets bigger and, uh, you know, the audience is just a little bit more diluted, let's say, it's not quite as, you know, direct to maybe the customer that they're trying to get the product sold to, um, that dollar decreases you know, kind of over over time. Starting at a dollar per hundred views for the first 48 hours. That's Addie Neary. She's a relatively new beauty influencer on TikTok who used Bounty. I found Addie through the official Jones Road TikTok account where they had reposted one of her videos reviewing the product. Addie said that Jones Road found her, though, through the Bounty program, which is also mm. how she got paid for her reviews. So the one that went viral first, I made a little over $500 off of. I'll also take 500 bucks. So that's for the post that went particularly viral for Addie, and that's clearly on the high end. She's actually posted a bunch of WTF, if you will, (laughs) reviews. But after Jones Road connected with her through Bounty, they also started running one of her WTF reviews from TikTok as a sponsored ad. So if they're running like a, it it can depend. I've made between... Uh, $200 and $300 per video that they're going to run an add-on for 30 days. So you said she got $500 originally for the video that went viral. And then she got an additional $200 for what exactly? That $200 to $300 figure is when Jones Road decided, hey, we like your video. We're going to run it as an ad. And so that's an additional Mm. sum of money. And those numbers clearly... If you're successful with your your bounty TikToks, they start to add up. Yeah. I have a question, though. Is there a little hashtag ad on any of these videos? (laughs) You knew where we were going all along. I did. Is it an undisclosed ad? (laughs) I will say the thing that's interesting about bounty to me is that it's a way for upstart influencers like Addy to connect with big brands. But it also makes it really easy for big brands to find people like Addie who are making mm. positive, solid, easy to watch kind of content. But the ad disclosure, ah, the Merc. We're back in the Merc. Back in the Ouroboros of mess. Bounty doesn't require you to make any kind of disclosure in the way that TikTok requires a sponsored poster to disclose that their post is sponsored or branded. I did dig through Bounty's FAQ section with a fine tooth comb trying to find anything. And the best I could find was don't swear. <laughs> Make sure you tag the brand. That seems important. And most notably, Bounty says that you should only make a Bounty review for a product you love. If you don't like a product, don't make a Bounty TikTok. Hmm. I assume the workaround here is that because consumers like me, as we've now noted thrice, are buying these products (laughs) with their own money and electing to review them, the videos aren't true ads on a really big technicality. Like throw big scare quotes around electing because obviously they're electing to do so with the promise of financial compensation, even if it's just a dollar. Yeah, this reminds me of the kind of like paid review business where you'll get sent something and then paid to review it on the website, obviously with the kind of undertone that the review will be positive. 
that type of program to me feels more like somebody who is less in the space would use it, and then in my opinion would probably be less inclined to disclose it. This is more so like, you know, there's other websites perhaps that are like leave a review and get 10% off your next order. This is maybe like the future of that. That was Samantha Jane again talking about the bounty program. And just to note, Addie is the only influencer we talked to on the show today who used Bounty after she bought the foundation. Everybody else purchased it and posted a positive review just because they wanted to. I have yet another question. I love it. I love it. Keep them coming. Was this all a big conspiracy? Was this all a scheme to make it go viral and make me want to see if this foundation is actually as shitty as the people on TikTok made it seem? Because it almost worked. It almost worked. Almost. But the answer is no. And also... A little bit, yes. But it only has a hair to do with Jones Road specifically and everything to do with the influencer marketing industry at large. I wanted to ask, I know Jones Road is working with a program called Bounty, which encourages people to post TikTok reviews in exchange for payment. I really Wait, wait, wait. what is it called? I don't even know about this. (laughs) It's called Bounty. Yeah. Yeah. So when I bought product, I got a little pop-up that was like, hey, if you post a TikTok, if you like this and you post a TikTok, like this program will pay you up to $10 at least. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I really had never seen anything like that. And I was me neither. About- yeah, well, <laughs> clearly, uh, you know, the decision was not me sitting at room saying, great. I, of course, followed up with Jones Road after this conversation with Bobby to ask for more information about the bounty program. And what did Jones Road have to say? A couple of things. Uh, They said, quote, as a beauty startup, we're always looking to try out new avenues for discovery. TikTok has been huge for us and Bounty offers a way to receive user generated content from customers who actually bought the product. And a rep for Jones Road noted that they are currently testing Bounty and they're going to see what the results are. I did ask how many What the Foundation videos were posted to TikTok via Bounty. And how many? A Jones Road spokesperson told me that Bounty had, quote, procured a few hundred videos for us. But it's unclear how big the pool those videos were procured from actually is. Hmm. A few hundred is definitely enough to make an impact on TikTok and make you feel like everyone's talking about this. Maybe yes, maybe no, but that's all I've got. Ultimately, this really isn't just a story about Jones Road, though. They're a little part of it, sure, and they happen to be the part that is mega viral right now. But this is a story about the state of a gajillion, that is a scientific term, Mm -hmm. a gajillion dollar industry, influencer marketing, and the way the mechanics work behind the scenes, you know, the ways in which products are marketed and sold to us without us ever realizing we've been sold. I see that we've once again landed on a classic. I see why my conclusion. Taylor Swift. Go to your local school board elections. (laughs) Assume everything is an ad or trying to be one. Oh yeah, that one too. Except for this episode. I paid for the foundation myself. Special thanks to Bobby Brown, Veronica Kapiak, Daisy Cash, Addie Neary, and Samantha Jane for all of their help with this episode. All right, that's the show. We will be back in your feed on Wednesday, so please subscribe. It is the best way to make sure you never miss an episode, and you just never know what uh, beauty guru will be on next. We don't know either, to be totally honest. Leave us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify and tell your friends about us. Follow us on Twitter. We are at ICYMI underscore pod, or you can always shoot us an email, ICYMI at slate.com. (laughs) 
ICOI Mass produced by Daniel Schrader, Madison Malone Kircher, and me, Rachel Hampton. Alicia Montgomery is Slate's VP of Audio. See you online or at the makeup counter. A foundation. Ow. Oh, no. <laughs> really nailed my elbow. Oh, no. That was oh, that's I heard that. That's a spasm meatball. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hi, this is Dahlia Lithwick, host of Slate's legal podcast, Amicus. If you're listening to this show, you might be interested in Amicus's live show that we're hosting in Washington, D.C., on Tuesday, May the 14th. My colleague, Mark Joseph Stern, and I will be talking to some amazing guests, including Sherilyn Eiffel and a sitting state Supreme Court justice, all about how originalism, a relatively recently invented way of interpreting the Constitution, has taken over the Supreme Court and radically reshaped the law. It's been doctrinal rocket fuel for the conservative legal movement and facilitated the rolling back of abortion rights, the expansion of gun rights, and the obliteration of the separation of church and state. And as another wildly consequential Supreme Court term careers to its end, the court's originalists are on a tear. But there's something you can do about it, and we hope you'll join us in D.C. on May 14th to explore the possible pathways out of the current situation. Go to slate.com slash amicus live for tickets.